You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live this week. Featuring news and commentary on This Week in Black Hollywood. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live this week, Dario Kristen. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're watching Black Hollywood Live this week. I am your host, Daryl Christian, and here joining me is a panel of beauties. I mean, how can I even be sitting here and be worthy of this panel know. right now? What's up with that? This is some crazy Daryl. stuff. I need to up my game, but I got the lovely Courtney Stewart. What's up, everybody? The lovely Aaliyah Cruz and the lovely Ebony K. Williams joining Woo-hoo. me today. Welcome, y'all. Welcome, Wow, back. I have to be on Thank my game today. Yes. Well, we got a fun show and a variety of different topics, including Black China and Kylie Jenner have a Twitter war. Oh, Bobby Christina updates we're going to give you, and Sherry Shepard has been named the mother of her surrogate, and we want to know what you guys <laughs> think about that. But first, I want to read the results from last week's buzzer meter question, which was, were you surprised by the Andy Hernandez verdict? You guys voted... 70% of you said no, and 30% of you said yes. What do you guys think? That's about right. Well, I covered this case, actually, from the beginning, Daryl. I covered this for the NFL Network. And really, of course, this was an overwhelming guilty verdict. I mean, there was so much circumstantial evidence from day one. And then the one thing they had missing, they never found a murder weapon in this case. Yeah. There was no gun. There was no right. smoking gun. Um, but once you put that fiancé on the stand, which she eventually did, they gave her immunity, she testified... It was a close case. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, he's got a double homicide still waiting for, for him, him. Still waiting in, for in another yeah. county in Massachusetts. And yeah. did nobody like him? Like, his energy up in that courtroom well, and he all gave, that. He gave nothing, no emotion, sympathy. anything. Was, and it was just yeah. his mother and his fiance or wife. wife. Baby's mother Baby's slash mother fiance. Slash fiance. No she, they were the ones who were giving, you know, the real emotion right there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, well. well, you know, they'll be missing some coins. Have fun. They will. I love how yeah. you broke that down, that lawyer style that you got in well, you, you, you know, know, that CBS News correspondent. She's got it in there. <laughs> She's got it. She got it. She got it. Yes. All right. Check the buzzer meter question for today is, should Sherry Shepard have been named the mother of the surrogate? That's been all over the yes, news. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. <laughs> but first, we're going to start off with trending topics with Aaliyah Cruz. What's up? Hi, guys. Hi. So, <clears throat> Daryl sent me my topics. So I'll say that first and foremost. <laughs> So number one is the Twitter beef between Kylie Jenner and Black China. Do y'all know who Black China is? No. Do we care? Because I, I did not. I got that like who, and no, then like I went to go find out who, and I guess she has a child with she's Tiger. Tiger's baby mom. Okay. And she's a video model. Is she really? They make yeah. videos. Like who cares about video models and, anymore? And I had the pleasure of well, standing behind her at Chipotle. We, they're a necessity. Okay. We were not as a producer. I was saying the necessity. I'm just saying. Just I just realized. Bus. That at Chipotle, that I could have actually put my cup on her <laughs> on her bootocks or your guac, and, or my guac, or your guac, and <laughs> it would have stayed there, and I could have followed her across the restaurant, and it still would have perfectly stayed on so, her buttocks. Dara has lovely things to say about this woman. Yeah. Yes, this is not her, by the way. This yeah, is she wishes. We'll gorgeous. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. So basically, I don't know what the big deal is about it. I, I 
I couldn't even find the topic about her lips being injected. Although, if you've looked on Instagram, everyone sees the uh, Kylie Jenner challenge where you put your lips in the bottle, and I guess you like suck up all the air, and then but you when you and then you take them off, like the suction has made your lips like gigantic. A lot of kids are doing it. Yeah, it's so stupid to me though, y'all, because this is like a it's nothing new. This is an old guard pageant trick. Okay, all the Kylie Jenner thing is she just overdraws the line on her lips. No, you. Let's be real. Let's be real. There is no way. Okay, she did not. No, no, no. She got injections for sure. But if you actually look at a photo, yeah, you can see she just overdraws the line. Anybody can do that. I mean, we've been doing that for years in pageants. I don't even Listen, understand. I like the lips. They yeah. remind me of like Michelle Pfeiffer back in the day, and I think that she looks amazing. She looks too good to be seventeen. But here's the real question: Why are y'all ladies fighting, fighting over this man on yeah. Twitter and mocking no, for each other real. about Wait a minute, it. y'all are both too good for him. I'm just gonna say that yeah. first and foremost. Where he is now? Not saying mm-hmm. he can't be the man. He just saying right now, like girls, don't even give this don't guy your number. What he the got, oh oh oh, hold on. I was listening to like regular radio because I made an effort to sort of re-engage with what's happening on the radio. Yeah. Forgot that song, but Chris Brown seems to be on all of the songs. So it's a oh, song okay. Chris Brown I can't remember the name of right now. And I was like, oh, y'all all sound the same. So yeah, like you. <laughs> they should just have fun there. with him in the bedroom and then leave him, well, where hopefully leave him right there in the, in the bedroom. 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 They had a right. We got a baby yeah. in there now with Black China. Wait, so hopefully they can be a family. I guess they, she put out something today that I did see. Yes. She put out that um, all of her text messages back and forth and he was stating that he wanted to be a family with her and the son, which I think is ideally the best. Mm-hmm. And guess what, Kylie? For you, that's good news. Run Move away. Oh, girl, you done bought a house. Like, you do not need to be with some 27-year-old you man. You can do better. He's 25, excuse you. What? I don't even care about his age. Just in general, she's out of his league. He you know, that's has a, that's a about baby right for a man, with another you know, with a woman, woman maturity. I'm sorry. I learned in interpersonal conflict in college that the worst <laughs> thing you could possibly do is date a man with a child under the age of five because those relationships have not been figured out yet. That baby was like just born when he supposedly like left Black China and was hooking up with Kylie. You're 17 years old, girl. Go live at your new house and go to college or something. Go to college. Do girl, something. Please. Get, get, get I some, wish. Read a book. Hey, why are we dissing her? She's 17. Oh, I, I would have stand up for her because I, I feel amazing. like... I think she's a great girl. She obviously has a job. She's obviously built enough with her family to like afford a home, not like she's a homeowner. I think that you are doing great. Don't pull yourself down. I think that any 17 year old girl, you know what it's like. 17, that's like half my life ago. I don't want to give away my age here, but like, really, at 17, you don't know what you want and you get in those messed up relationships where you don't know. And like, he's that. He's probably just really good sex and a great head game. But like, at the end of the day, and that's okay, because that's something you have to kind of go through and figure it out. But at the end of the day, girl, you can do better than him. Yeah, but here's the thing she's a Kardashian, and a 17 year old as a Kardashian is like a 30 year old person in real life. I, I mean, wouldn't she's, say a 30. She, okay, mid 20s. Her sister is Kim Kardashian, Chloe, and, and, and the other 30, one. you would be like, Tiger Bye. I can't even remember the other one's name. Tiger Bye. But I'm saying, the things that she's been exposed to. Like, I don't need this. But she's been exposed to a lot at a very I mean, young I'm age, so bad. she's probably a little bit more mature than the normal girl. No one's saying that she's cute. not, but I'm saying it's a normal emotion to get in these em- emotional relationships when you're young. You you were really you, I mean, you, had, you never had like young. any type of relationship like that where it was like that emotional. No, girl, you were I had young. A, I'll be honest with you, girl. I had a black tiger mom. So no, I did meaning. Okay. It, it, you know what that is? Mm-hmm. Like break that down for the no. audience. Okay, okay. Sure, I guess sure. that she had a Bible like at every corner. Not even a Bible, girl. It just wasn't going down. Okay, <laughs> there was no dating. There was no sleepovers. There was no foolishness. Me you were about the business. If it wasn't about business, it made no sense in Glorious House. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. I didn't have that experience. 
I if, if you're not about <laughs> progress, then you're a distraction. We'll see. Well, we'll how were you when you were allowed to date? All of you. I was in college. That's when you. That's when you were allowed to date. You can date in high school at all. No. I'm not allowed to date now. What are you talking me about? Me either. My parents no. gave me a Courtney, chastity ring after I gave birth to my son, who's now 12. By the way, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Courtney, what's your uh, nationality? <laughs> If you don't mind me asking. African-American. Oh, the black American? Okay, I didn't know if it... Wait, you said from... Tri- did you say from you Trinidad? Sure, no, I'm from Irish. Oh, from Georgia. Very Irish. Today. Yeah, I you thought it was an island thing, too. You know, they always say sense. I'm from the islands, and maybe somebody is, but most of us <laughs> is from South Georgia, so I don't really have no evidence of that. Okay. <laughs> but no, yeah, bro, I'm just, you know, black girl from Black Georgia. American. Black American from Georgia. But let's talk about black women who are women. Women. That are beautiful. The top 50 people's most beautiful people, they named their list, mm-hmm. and on the list was Taraji, Gabrielle Union, and Laverne. Um, Laverne Cox. Cox. Yes, that's correct. First, is she that's the first funny, transgender Laverne Cox. Cox. Come on. Wait, okay, Laverne so Cox. I'll tell you, listen. I'm sorry, come on. That's gotta be out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Laverne Cox. No offense, but like, I could have done without her. Well, let's start with the cover. I mean, not that she's a black woman, but I was surprised to see Sandra Bullock as the cover. She is deemed the most Most beautiful beautiful woman. woman. At 50. That was interesting that to was me. That was interesting. She and must be coming I mean, out I with like a new the movie thing. This is what I was going to say. You, you guys, I would think you guys would be applauding that. I because, applauding uh, you it. know, it's, it's always been the conflict of the younger women getting the glorification of these things. Agreed. And now it's this woman who's 50. Sandra looks amazing. Yeah, she and, does. And to be 50 and being called the most beautiful woman versus a, a young little CW 25 year old. Hold up. Girl, I'm also not mad at that yeah, because we watched her go through a really shitty relationship herself yeah. with that she whole did. baby and that guy with too many tattoos like that was just i want to see her win so it's not that and she does have a black baby i just have a problem stop right there she adopted hell i want to be what's wrong with having a black baby i would be excited well obviously there's nothing wrong with having a black baby but i'm not going to give her extra points because she adopted a child who happened to be black i'm not continue (laughs) <laughs> well, as an adopted woman who has black parents <laughs> or who has white parents, I love them and I thank them for taking me in despite my of color. Course. So, but, but I, be, I don't, I don't right want now. to put out a precedent that that's like a bonus. That's, a, that's plus, all. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying the bonus is mm-hmm. that she went through this tremendous relationship and, re- and got so out then of it. And, I think and you're making happy. a full circle argument, then, right, Ali? You're saying that because I think what we're seeing with Sandra being on the cover is. People trying to make an assertion of beauty both inside and out, and being yes. reflected. Okay. Exactly. So then with Laverne Cox, I think that's inside echoing that same thing. Maybe, yeah. but at the same time, like, yo, if we were, if we were, I feel like the only reason why she made the list, just it's to keep it real, is because she's transgender. But, that's the point. but right. then give it to RuPaul. RuPaul, been but RuPaul is not transgendered. What is she's no? Trans. She's, she's just yeah, dressed she's, in drag. He's, he's, drag. he's very much a man. Yeah, he's, he's a, a man still. Yeah, he's so a man. So Laverne has had her parts. She won't speak on she that, speak on but that, she yeah. lives well, as a woman. Well, then why does she get to have more? Because she, she she's tra- it's a different thing. It's a different thing, though. RuPaul is not a no, transgender right. woman. RuPaul is RuPaul. He's a he man yeah, who he, just dresses in drag. drag. He dresses in drag. It's yeah. a distinction. But I don't feel like had Laverne... It's had, popular opinion had, right now. ...had yeah. missing or not missing but that's gender the point. parts. No, that's the only reason why she made the list. Give it to Sherry Shepard. Well, no, I disagree completely. I I I think that's the point, right? Is that Laverne Cox is making 
a bit of a broader space yeah. for yes. transgendered Gender women to, to be. Yes, especially women and of color. To be, and to be yeah, and feel safe. Yeah. I mean, this is safe. a weird. The statistics behind the assaults and the murders between transgender youth. I just youths, don't like it's that it's a quick break versus like people who've been pounding the pavement and don't get it as quickly. Well, why do just we know it's been quick? We don't know anything about her journey. I don't yeah. think no, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying as we introduce people to the public, we know other people that are transgender that have been transgender. Like it's just like that, that are named transgender that have reached that yeah, have won an she, Emmy. She's changing. She the, won an Emmy. Yeah, she's changing the entertainment yeah. game because of the fact that they're. They so you are all not think you all are happy about that? Everyone I'm happy else about other that. than me is happy about it. Well, like I think that it has a legitimate place. I do think that it's People Magazine, and I right. think that what sells magazines is what's popular what's opinion popular right culture. now, and right. what's mm-hmm. popular opinion right now is how great it is that we accept transgender into the you know forefront of our minds and in forefront. Well, of I mean, our I don't have a problem with transgender. It's not that. I want to make that very clear. I don't have a problem with transgender. I just feel like. Ugly people. Do you just don't think she's that pretty? All the time. Yeah, I'm not saying she's ugly. I'm just saying like, it doesn't, <laughs> like the criteria. Subject. That's another subject because then we could go through the list. and have a whole other list of people on there the that might not be beautiful. Of Fifty most beautiful people. Come on, it's it's fluff and crap. I mean, it's it's crap it is anyway. very it's much fluff. It's just a, it's political though yeah. too. And it's, and like, it's, not, it's not just based on physicality either. It's not exactly. just looks. It's like beautiful in and out. What you know, if you're changing the game, she's changed the game. There is a lot of. Uh, there is a lot of talk about her, how she's been s- kind of looked over in the past years. Mm-hmm. And so now this is kind of like her year of now magazines. Well, then are I feel bad because I would never be she like a, a, I'm, I'm definitely the defender of the underdog. Yeah. But I w- then somebody needs to, when they probably will, as a result of this, give her that backstory because I mean, I don't I think know. Most of us know. Well, so, well maybe you, but you do yeah. this kind of stuff. Yeah. This isn't my forte. Sure. So for me, I didn't even know who Black China was. So here no, we go. I don't know who Black China is. We, no, but we know who Laverne is. But we know who Laverne is. Yeah. And I just know Laverne from Orange is New Black, which I do like her on that show. So I mean, it's not that I don't like the girl. I just felt like if you're going to play a black woman, I would have rather seen, I would have rather seen Jill Scott. Maybe she's on there. But I think I, I she's know. not. I, I agree but with Dario's point. It, it's it's a frontier that she's breaking. Right. I think that we have to pay homage to people that are the first to really create a safe space for her kind. Yeah. yeah. You know, we. I don't know of any named transgender people that are in the A list or even B list. And to be African American at that. Yeah, and a woman of color yeah, at so that. I, I can't even. She doing what she can. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, that I, I know. That. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know. Union and we like, I feel Taraji. like she could have got something else. I don't, I don't know. Just not. Taraji. Taraji. This is her year. This is her year. Earned everything. Can you tell me how she's earned it differently? I'm just genuinely curious. I mean, how long have you been seeing this woman acting? But is the 50 most beautiful list? I'm just like curious a, how long you've been seeing her work. I've been seeing her work a long Very time, long but time. I don't think that it's making this list. I don't think is an award for longevity. No. No. It's popular. It's, it's what's popular. It's yeah. for who hired the best moment. publicist to get them in the magazine. To, sell their shit. <laughs> sure. to be honest, it's yes. not about yeah. anything else. It's not about anything. Why else. is Taraji <laughs> finally in it? Empire. Right. She's oh, been. Like she, wa- she was nominated for an Oscar stop. ten years ago, but nobody was talking stop about her. Like there's some kind of legitimate. But like, you always knew she was good. Keep it real. When you watched Baby Boy, you were like, but "That bitch is not can a act. merit." But this is not a merit-based award. Girl, you know the people ain't. I know, but I wish that they would. That they would more to the merit than just because it's not just anybody. It's not just pageant girls. Think, well, it's not just anybody. Right, I don't They're think, just throwing up anybody. Who, I disagree with that. I 
Then you think they're throwing up just anybody? No. That's I don't. what I'm saying. That's not just anybody. Right. And so you I don't think didn't. Laverne is anybody. I think she has earned her spot as much as anybody else on the list. No, I know what you just said before mm-hmm. that, that it right, wasn't well, we're gonna wrap, We're going to wrap their conversation up because we could go on Please. and on about this, but you should check us out online because we will continue the conversation and we want to hear what you guys have to say. Who's right, Aaliyah or Ebony? Hey, you hey, let hey. us know. Tweet us right now, in fact. Let us, us know. Let Tweet us, know. us. Let us know. We'll read it Can live on. Right That's fine. We'll read it live on air. All right, we're going to move on to gossip with Courtney Stewart. I mean, I feel mm-hmm. like we were already kind of gossiping, but we already brought up, <laughs> we brought up RuPaul, whom we've all loved for quite some time. RuPaul's yes. been in the game for 30 plus years doing his thing, and apparently word on the street is he might be the next person in line to take over for Fashion Police. We all know all the drama that's been going on. Juliana's talking about black people in patchouli oil, and then <laughs> Kathy Griffin said, I can't deal with this, and she got, she quit, and then the other girl, what's her name? Um, Kelly, Osborne. Kelly Osborne. She said, oh my god, you talked about my friend, she back, and she quit too. <laughs> yeah. So right now, we have Juliana Rancic left, and we have uh, Brad Goreski yeah. left, and they're supposed to come back in the fall, and there's been all kinds of speculation, like who's going to take these spots, what's going on, what's going on, and RuPaul is apparently at the top of the list, and for those of you that don't know, RuPaul has a new show on E! already mm. called Good Work, which is quite entertaining. Wow. Talks a lot about uh, plastic wow. surgery and surgery. who's doing what and wow. what's really good work. And wow. E! apparently has enjoyed him as a member of the team, and he's at the top of the list for Fashion Police. What do we think about that? Yes. I think that it's a very smart choice if they're going to put somebody else in there and continue with that show. I know that there was one everyone was kind of jumping off the boat. They were kind of playing around with, is the show going to continue? Yeah. Is it not? Juliana's gotten a lot of hate and a lot of things going on with her as far as with that show. But I, I think RuPaul is a, 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 a absolutely logical really? choice. Of course. I mean, he's been in the game forever. Go to your point of someone who has been in the game, longevity. He knows fashion. He is trained, changed kind of the, the look and feel of what it is to be a cross dressing man. Uh, and I think that he would be a perfect fit. I vote for RuPaul and Kamora Lee Simmons. And that's Ooh, my vote. I love great. that. That's great. But that's too, that's, too black. that's too black, though. I, no, it's not because you can get two, two more white, white folks. People. They have the two yeah. white people. They got Juliana. They got Brad. And I want Kamora. I thought you said Juliana was leaving. No, she's staying. No, she's Juliana staying. and Brad. Wait, was anyone here in. offended by Juliana's comment? I thought it was stupid. I thought it was offended. I thought it was just ignorant. I thought it was ignorant. I just thought it was dumb. I think she's stale. I think who cares that she said that? Really? I didn't think it was a racist comment. Zero. I think it's because with her, we know her personality, but we don't know her to be that that type of. I don't funny. know her to be culturally if Ka- astute. If Kathy to be Griffin had said it, I honestly don't think anyone would have really said too much about it because she she's is a no, comedian. Right? She's a comedian. Right? Yeah. And also, she just sort of played it out like, oh, it was a joke written for me, and they cut this, and, and like, that's what it sounded like. like. Hey, yeah. guess what? I fucked up. Mm-hmm. And be done with it. I don't even think it's wrong. I mean, straight up, even do not think, think it's, it's wrong. wrong. If you don't think it's wrong, if somebody's that's offended, fine. I think, but get a life. A massive. Straight up. I mean, I can see how. I can see two sides of it. I can see the side of, you know, we don't want to go back in time or revisit this, but, but I can see how people are offended because it is offensive. It is, it is some people, not all dread stink and smell and that type of thing. So So that is an ignorant statement that she makes. On the flip side is humor, is fashion police. If I, you know, that's it's that's what they that's do. What they Whenever do, my hair is braided up, it smells like oil. I'm going to be real. It smells like African braided. If they, if but they you, said Brad Pitt like smelled oil. oily or it looked like he had grease in it, would people I just didn't like the appropriation it. of the drug usage, though. That was Honestly. my right. thing. That that's my problem. Yeah, like, I mean, 
and you got to forgive me, Lee. I worked as a criminal defense attorney, so I spent many years championing breaking down the stereotype of black folk equaling drug user, right. and that is a real thing that happens in America, and there are real consequences that go yeah. behind that correlation. And so I got are you a considering with marijuana that. a drug. It is. Okay. It is. In the state that I practice law uh-huh. in, it was a drug. Okay. And it's still right. To me, and she's 17. who cares about it? Yeah, well, <laughs> well, okay, it's a higher, well, some people do care. So and some people don't, it's don't more see the inside maybe, of life because of that. But I'm saying how I feel about it, and yeah. I don't think that that's right. I, I don't think that's right. I'm separating you two next time y'all on the show. No, but it's really fun. It's all good. But in the end, it's about, it's she's 17 years old. You're talking about marijuana, and you're putting something on her that is not who she is based on what she looks like. Do you think that any Anybody that watched that show and was like, I bet she does no, smoke marijuana. But what I do think, no, <laughs> what I do think though is that people that are out there that aren't necessarily as educated or exposed to people that have dreadlocks and have that, right. con- it just continues and perpetuates what the they are. It can subliminally yeah. feed yeah. a thing. So it's sort yeah. of like how people yeah. constantly like, think it, but like people constantly look at me and be like, oh, you're some aggressive lesbian black woman because you wear your hair in an afro. Right? Because you know, I've I never know. looked at you and got that but from you, that, but ever. That, but you are not an uneducated, exactly. exposed person. There are lots and of people, people that do are. do that. Just it's like from places that don't get exposure to everything. So and I get it, and I don't. I'm not like, oh my god, it's the end of the world because Juliana Rancic talked about dreadlocks. I don't care. But in the big, larger scheme of things, it does affect how people perceive certain things. So heads, if RuPaul gets on that show, he'll help them out with the writing and the Who delivery. Knows? And maybe the joke will actually be funny. And maybe it'll be funny. Maybe All right, what's funny. the next topic? We're moving on. Bobby Christina, <laughs> she's awake. No plan. Just kidding. She's not. Um. So I. Speaking of offense. Topics. <laughs> I know. I just. I. It, it's just so. It's just. Ugh, it's so. Ugh. Okay. So Bobby Brown was at a show, well, and it starts like with that. It so started Bobby with Brown. Bobby Brown. He was at a show, and he basically said to his audience that she is awake and she's following me, and everybody went nuts. Like, oh my god, she's awake! Yay, that's amazing! That's so great! Like, whoa, what's happening? Oh my god, this is awesome! And then Sissy Houston came back, and she was like, actually. What's going on is her quote as follows. She said that her 22-year-old granddaughter has global and irreversible brain damage. Yeah. So the idea of him being her being awake and following him, maybe not exactly what's going on. She is breathing on her own with a tube in her uh, trachea. And so she is technically alive because her brain still functions on a certain level but uh, most doctors sort of weighing in on the issue are basically saying that obviously the longer that she is still out of it so to speak the brain damages her quality of life will only decrease so it's it's one of those situations like yes she's technically not dead but she's also not alive and what the future of her actual like life can she live a very long time absolutely but is she going to be living basically as a vegetable in a bed or needing help if she actually comes to full consciousness at some point is more the likely situation so the brown family and the houston family obviously are having issues and they're upset because bobby is sort of as they would put it falsely advertising her true healing so to speak but on one hand he seems to just be being really optimistic about his daughter so it's like what well well, this isn't the first time he did this i mean he you know the first time when he went into the press and said that was she out of the coma he said she was out of the coma coma, but that Um, was medically induced so like basically what they did is they put her in a coma to sedate her because they essentially froze her to protect what was left of her brain function and so yes she was 
out of the sedated state, but she was not awake, yeah. as we would understand awake being. I mean, I really, I just feel for Bobby because, you know, one of the things he said, that which I do believe, it would be tough to take your daughter or, or someone you love off of life support like that because you just don't know. I mean, he had a family yeah. member who, yeah. after a couple years or a year or something like that, came out of the coma. There's all, there would always be that hope. And I know that he said at one point that he wanted, you know, the war, he needed everyone's prayer. So he wanted to put all this positive yeah. energy out there so people would stop putting out negative things and, and keep that, that hope going. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel what he's saying, you know, in the sense of, I think he's trying, to, there's so much negativity and so much like bad things that are being said about it that it's kind of, his way of keeping that positive energy out there and not letting people go down that other route, you know? But then there's that whole argument of, like, artificial living. Like, is she really not alive? Then let her... What what be will be. And another thing, I mean, this is just me with my legal hat on, it's really compromising the level of investigation that's going to take place around what really happened to Bobby Christina. Yeah, and I'm not saying that that's a reason to unplug the cord or anything like that, but I am saying it to be considered. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because there is a big story behind it's that. Huge, yes. We yeah. still have no clue. No clue. As to and they how are, they are very tight lipped. Got into this situation. Yeah. And whenever they're that tight lipped, there's something else brewing. Yes. You know. So. Well, our um, prayers are with you, Bobby Brown, because, you know. And the family. And, the and family. Sissy, too. And Sissy, I don't everyone. want to demonize Sissy here yeah. because she is entitled to her own. This is also yeah. her granddaughter. Yeah. And the only living, breathing, tangible right now yeah. thing she has to her yeah. daughter, Whitney. Yeah. So I have a lot of compassion and empathy yeah. for that. And people grieve in their own ways. And you respect the idea that, like, like you determine what your family member perhaps would want to yeah. actually exist as. Yeah. And maybe that's not it. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's why you know good old living will never hurt. Hundred percent. Yeah. I let my mom know. Look, I let my son know. I'm good. You go ahead and let it let go. Let me go Pull on it. the glory, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody here wants to be pulled. I would. I would for sure. I, I, I'd want six to six months to a year. Good. See, in see, any conditions? I mean, if if I'm. Kind of in her position where mm-hmm. I it, it could I could pop out mm-hmm. just by chance. But popping I, I just want to I just want an opportunity to be able to pop up out of it because if you give me you know give me you got to give me a little bit of time because I'm I, I'm probably in there mm, trying to fight. I think we have a warped concept of what this whole popping out of it is <laughs> like. Popping out of it is not like suddenly you're like, exactly back, y'all, what right, you were. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, I understand I'm, that. Right. I have yeah, no. Brain I mean, I just think you should yeah become conscious and also yeah. become yeah. conscious. Just the, yeah. the, I I just would want that process. At least I would say probably six a chance months. at rehabilitation. A chance. But see, that's what we're saying is that you have that opinion and we have our opinion. And at the end of the day, you can write that living will and you can make sure that somebody is there to oversee the individuals. Personal right. wishes. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, it's important. But, but she was so twenty-two. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to let go of a child too. Yeah. It's a totally different thing. It yeah. was so much easier to pull the plug on my parents than my than yeah. my child. Yeah, well, I think that I'd have is, a tough time all the way around. But no, not yeah. saying that's it's easier, easier but it's like yeah. you know. <laughs> I agree. Like this one thing when somebody's lived their life, and it's something terrible still. But they've lived their life. But then there's somebody that was just on the cusp of who they really were to be to make that decision. It's very different. Well, again, our prayers go out to the entire family, so we're putting out the positive energy for Bobby and the family to hopefully get some type of resolution with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, we're going to move on to hot topics, but before I do that, I want to remind everyone to go to 
iTunes and look up Black Hollywood Live and give us a rating. We have a variety of different shows, Fashion 401, uh, BHL The Beats. We have Portraits. We have many episodes of this week that you can catch up on on a rainy Sunday afternoon. Rainy Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. Justice is Served, which uh, Ebony used to be on, actually. She's still yeah. honorary member of uh-huh. Justice yeah. is Served. Yeah. She'll come back anytime. Oh, bring the legal, legal. That's right. Bring the legal, legal, legal. But check out, <laughs> check out Black Hollywood Live on iTunes. Give us a rating. We love a five. But if you have a reason for not giving us a five, let us know because we are always trying to update and change the programming. Amen. So. Dee, you're always hyping everybody. I just want to take a quick moment. Uh, I think every single person at this table was around the inception of what BHL was supposed Amen. to be. And I just want to thank all of you, but you especially, because you have been the legs, the heart, the mind, the effervescent energy behind what has literally become a network in front of our eyes. Amen, Jesus. Well, thank you. I, I can't do it without the talent, So, but God thank you. But, so yeah. good. I appreciate it. And, but no, and you still have amazing. 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 And yeah. you still have your hairline. I do. And my barber told me and that. And he said, you got the waves. I'm just saying. I got good jeans. I'm just saying. It's moving forward. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. We're going to move on to the ERR Web Story Spotlight of the Week. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. I'm black man blushing right now. <laughs> All right, so this story has been in, a, in the news for a while now as well. Sherry Shepard, who's a former co-host of The View on ABC. She might she, need to go back. She might need to go back after all these <laughs> legal like problems she's about that. to have. I loved her. But she's been under she fire because recently she was getting a divorce from her husband. And yes. then in the process of that, her and her husband were in line to get a new baby. They wanted a new baby. Yes. Sherry talked about it on the show many times about her wanting to have a new child. They found a surrogate. They went through uh, IVF. Mm-hmm. and uh, But then things went a little bit array when her her and her husband decided to get a divorce. She's calling it fraud. She said that, you know, he is not who she thought he was. And then there's the question still of where this baby exists. Well, Sherry's tried to kind of sever her ties with this whole process. The, the baby she was born last it. August. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the ex-husband, Lamar Lamar Sal- Sally, oh, Sally. Lamar Sally <laughs> has taken over taken over the custody of the baby, but he in the process was still trying to kind of come after Sherry because he, he was said, on food he was stamps, on food stamps and, Wick and Wick and all these other things. Well, this week a judge has ruled in Pennsylvania that Sherry is officially the mother of the child. You are the mother. You are the mother. <laughs> you are. Mother. She needs to go Maury Povic now. Yes. You know, Sherry, well, actually, she girl, doesn't because it's been revealed. It's been revealed. You ninety nine point nine percent. You are the mama. But there's been a lot of drama with this because Sherry wanted the baby taken off of her health insurance and just a whole I bunch cannot. of mess. She, they, there was rumors that the surrogate mother said that Sherry was actually coming at her yes. for like money and and wanting things to you know give money back and all that type of stuff. So you know, with all of this, now the. Uh, state of California mm-hmm. is trying to get reimbursements for health insurance and a for WIC mess. benefits. And they say it's over for tens and thousands of dollars. That's a federal offense. You know? Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> so it's what do you guys think fraud. about this story and, and about Sherry initially even trying to get out of the entire surrogate situation? Who would like to start? I'll start. Damn it, Sherry, what the hell is wrong with you? You signed a contract for a surrogate. And the thing that I'm so disturbed by, and I, I mean, obviously, we don't know who's really being completely honest because, you know, right. there's always like sure. two sides to everything. But the uh, surrogate mother was basically being held responsible and sued, and sued. for child support. 
because she didn't have any control over what was happening with Sherry and Sherry supposedly did not even communicate with her that she was not going through with this and why and what was going on so this poor woman who decided and I'm sort of sensitive my a good friend of mine wants is being a surrogate for a family Mm. and it is like the gift of everything to decide to carry somebody else's baby and I don't give a fly and flick what happened between you and crazy man because i do believe he was probably a little shady and Mm -hmm. probably not on top of everything the way that he seemed but boo that was your decision you implanted an egg in somebody else and claim that baby and how do you just decide you're gonna be like just throw your hands up and be done and leave her in the ashes with all your shit right because she literally left this woman with her crap and this woman has been dealing and she's now the woman is suing her she's also suing her well. for all the legal fees because yeah. she had to she legally should. go through the process to get this <clears throat> off of her plate and how are you like you just gave birth to a baby that you thought was going to get a home and you got to kind of help and do whatever and now you're being sued for welfare that is awful it is not a good look and Sherry you are shady for that and I loved you. Like, I loved you. And I believed in you. And I believed that Damar was shady. But damn, how you gonna walk away from the baby like that? Right, I love her, indeed. too. But I just don't believe, like, that we know all of it. Well, I know what I need to know. Which is that the judge got it right. Okay? Um, <laughs> dead serious. I, I, I mean, I, I, had, I, had, I had in, I had no feeling about Sherry Shepard before this case. I know, but the baby. Um, other than applauding a black woman for, you know, doing her thing in media. It wasn't her yeah. egg. Look, this is not a pair of shoes from Neiman so Marcus. You do not take them back. Thank you. Like, that's just it. Mm-hmm. You made a contractual agreement Amen. with a perceived agreement. A meeting of the minds. is what mm-hmm. We have legal terms for this stuff. Yeah. It's not making this up. You yeah. have to have a meeting of the minds. Me and Lamar Sally decided we together are going to go in half on this baby. Mm-hmm. Okay? And we're going to put it in you. But and it's then, not right. No, it doesn't matter. You that literally you doesn't matter. Because what would have happened, let's think about it if the facts were different. If the young lady had tried to go after maternity rights because she carried the egg, a judge would be right to say, no, ma'am. You agreed before implantation that you would relieve those rights. So it goes both ways. I cannot believe that Sherry Shepard thought that she would actually be able to get away with this, and I'm actually very disappointed. And she broadcasted it on The View. Like, she said said, how she wanted a baby, baby. and she was so excited about her having a surrogate. Well, I don't know any of this. Yes. She wanted it under certain circumstances, Courtney. That's what it was. When it was her and Sal and there and and the little boy and the, the, the girl boy. And that's why it's get so, your life together. So this disappointing. Is, is terrible. It's disappointing. I mean, I don't. I honestly don't think. Oh, I don't Leo, even what realize. do you think? <laughs> yeah. That was a big sigh. That was a big sigh. I, I just think we're all being so judgmental when you don't know who you're getting involved no, no, with. You don't no, know no. the whole situation. Well, you just I, it don't. doesn't matter. I though. think there Lamar are certain consequences shady. that come along with this, and I don't doubt that he was I shady. Don't doubt and that I don't doubt that he right now, as we speak, are trying to maximize the situation for his maximum financial. Financial gain. Right. I do not doubt that. Right. But that is irrelevant to the innocent party here, which is the child. Yeah. Because in the end, you yeah, chose him and you chose to make a baby with him. That's and exactly not only right. did you choose him, it wasn't like, oh, snap, oh, I'm pregnant. No. Right. You this was your lawfully wedded husband. Process. Because yeah. in surrogacy, not a simple process, y'all. At all. At all. It is very complicated. I don't read the contracts. Like, it is no yes. joke. It is not a, sm- like, it's not a quick process. There was time. There was thought. And to pretend like, oh, my God, he manipulated me. I mean, it's not you're a grown woman yes. with a child already. 
That's not. But so okay. was she expected to have to deal with the child with him then? Still, like no. as if. As if, if so wait, no, I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't know the story. Well, they're both the parents. I mean, they are so both I'm the asking, parents. So if they're both the parents, and they this don't is, have to parent together. If that's your if question, she doesn't no, want no, to. Well, no, no. I mean, well, you kind of. I mean, so I guess the question is: Is it the same as if they would have had a child together and then decided to get a divorce at this exactly point? Exactly. Right. Yeah. So but they would co-parent. Not necessarily. No, if she wants to, she could file for sole primary physical and legal custody of the child if she wants to. But after this. Oh, yeah, it'll be interesting so, to see where yeah, this goes okay. from there. Yeah. And then you said what something about us. If she's like, I don't want the baby. And well, she's it, messed it up for herself, but she could have played it different. She yeah. could have played different. And you said something about us judging her. And I'm not up here to judge Sherry because I love Sherry. Uh, interviewed her, and she's a beautiful person who supports Black Hollywood Live. But my problem, my thing is, if you are going on television. Ex- Telling people your business, telling people how you want a child, telling people these things. You Maybe, th- then things you have change. then you have to take. I don't know. I'm really you, lenient to take- towards this. I'm really lenient towards this, and you can laugh all you want to. But I'm an orphan, okay. and I didn't. I don't have. I don't have legitimate parents. Okay. So I'm adopted, and the parents that I do have that were given to me, like I'll be real with you. I don't think my mother ever wanted me. Your biological mother. No, my That's adopted fine. mother. But I don't think she got has anything me to do and didn't want to give me back. She already got me. Right. Signed the contract. And you think she it. was right Just like you said, you know, just like you said, oh, you know, now we don't want to have the baby anymore. And it's like, what, what do you do in that situation? Who gives the child back? It's like, you don't know what you're feeling until you've actually had a child. And you but, might have that feeling. But that's not a feeling you are. In my professional and emotional opinion, Ali, I don't think that you're afforded that right. I think change your mind. I think that if you change your mind, you, the child will go to a, you are afforded, a home that somebody you are loves, loves that, them and You are them afforded that right, but it is not the state's job and it is not the surrogate's job to take care of that child while you figure it out. Right. So, so that's, if you true. Don't, that's my problem. I, I agree with that. If you don't want the child, that. okay, fine. You're going to pay child support because that's what you're legally bound right. to do right. until you decide that he's going to take full custody and sign off on I, it. I, I agree you with you. Sign and away your you yeah. parental rights. That makes but sense But you have not done that. You don't just but get to decide. But until you have like, like some strange person in your house or until you have like a responsibility mm-hmm. of some kind of a person as some kind of a person <laughs> that you have to take care of and you have to be responsible for that you don't feel that attachment for then you know if you do I hear you but people do it all the time. People have babies with people that, that later on they realize like hey this isn't the right person, you deal with it. Parenting and your I'm not financial saying you don't deal with it. I'm saying separate. we shouldn't be so hard on people for having a change of heart like that because you just don't change know what heart. somebody's the going state, to the, the, the Change of heart. This, she's basically giving up all her responsibility. You have promoted having this baby for over a year and all of a sudden just because your marriage went astray and like I said, I, do I think he was shady? Absolutely. Do I think that she should have to pay for him and all his stuff? Absolutely no. not. But this is still her baby. This is what you want. Financially, wanted. I do think she's obligated and I do think she should be taking responsibility. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that she has the right. And more than likely, she shouldn't be raising the baby. Like, after this point, if I were right. Lamar, I'd be like, no, girl, bye. Like, but, yeah. 100%. 100%. She doesn't need to, then. But you still, you can't put that responsibility. For me, the surrogate mother situation is what is, other than the fact that the kid is now going to know mom never wanted me, which sucks. <laughs> which does suck. They know what they know anyway. They know anyway. But I, but regardless, like, the surrogate mother should have never been put in that position ever. Because the, yes. what she went through to that make that happen for you was, that was not, not okay. the agreement. Like, it's just... That's Look, a major sacrifice. I, I, you've shared some personal stuff. And by the way, I do appreciate that. That's very 
powerful. Um, but I too have made some personal decisions and commitments and I've vetted some people and turned out to be wrong about them. And you know what? I have to live with that. You have to live with the consequences. You have to live with the consequences. Of I your think she financially should have had to take care of that, but if she doesn't want to be a part, she has the right, just like any other mother. No, I, I and she probably won't at this point. Well, well, something tells me this is not the end of this story because there's going to be more to it. Because She's what is to Lamar going to do? In like a year, how much you want to bet? Exactly, yeah. because that's going to be cheaper yeah. than her than her paying, paying child and support. She obviously to Lamar has Sally. ill feelings towards yeah, Sal, this, so yeah. it, she's not going to want to pay him anything. Yeah. I just hope that she'll be able to. But you can't I want to use the word love the child, but love the child in a way it should be loved, and not always have that that mind frame of what has happened while how she got. The I'm child. just glad you, you know ain't I mean? my mama. My mama loves me. All right, I love you, mommy. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to our last subject of the evening. Uh, this is an article that was actually posted this week in the Huffington Post, and I thought it'd be interesting to talk about it today because we have a panel of, of women of color here. And the article is about, about the what? problem with <laughs> black too, women. What? <laughs> yeah, so right. Exactly. The problem. The article is entitled <laughs> "The Problem with Black Women." It was written by Kim Lute, and she talks about her life as a lighter skinned woman and how she basically in a nutshell feels that there are still judgments and jealousies that occur between the lighter skin and darker skin black woman she talked about how she's even had you know I'm sorry she said that she's judged because she has lighter eyes and European features and and that a lot of the she she says she actually is judged on certain things like this but she actually feels that She's envious of her darker skinned sisters because she feels that there's more of a camaraderie and, and girlfriend relationship between the two that she's not getting. So I want to know, as you three are women of color, uh, of different shades, is there still a big rivalry between the light and the darker skinned women? For one. Because we, we not, we, but we also know that we just saw dark girls a couple years ago by Bill Duke and then we had light girls. And Courtney, you and I have talked about this on the show. Why is there still a separation of these two? Colors. Why isn't there just black girls documentary versus a lighter versus a darker? But let's. I want to find out what you guys think about this whole article. What do I get to be this time? Do I get to be the dark girl or do I get to be the light girl? I get to be the dark girl. I think on this panel. On this panel, y'all the light skinned is. Well, we got we got the three. We got the. I'll tell you this. I'll start off with this. I never knew that there was such thing as light skin and dark skin until I moved to Los Angeles. Never heard of it. Can I ask you? Were you an adult? When yes. you found out? Yes. Okay. I had a very opposite experience. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the deep south. Particularly, I was born in south Louisiana. There is nowhere in these continental Ooh, United honey. States where color means I mean, more no, than in south, south Louisiana. Louisiana. All right. So let me preface this. I had so many thoughts. My head exploded when Dario sent this uh, <laughs> through the email. Okay. So one thing is, Courtney makes a good point. Where do I... The first question when you have this dialogue, I, I will preface with saying I think it's an important dialogue. And I know people Amen. feel like it, they're Absolutely. over it. It's important. I think it's important. But you got to start with the baseline. Because when you talk about colorism, particularly among women, where do you fall in that color spectrum is all relative. It depends on who you're talking with. Mm-hmm. So I've had the unique experience of both being light and too dark, depending on where I am. In, in the, you know, really geographically. Too dark. Oh, me too. Let me tell you about this fool I dated at law school. He was a medical school student. His mother was the color of parchment paper. And she looked me dead <laughs> in my face and she said to me in a very that's un- white for those of you that don't understand. <laughs> no, actually, that's very white for those of you that don't she understand. Said, Ooh, baby, show is good. You pretty because Keith don't normally date no girl dark as you. 
Swear to God. This was a true story. Um, So that just gives you some perspective around how deep-seated this issue is with us. And we know this to be fact in this article because the author talked about her color and relevancy to Beyonce. She said that. That was one of the first things she said, right? I'm light. I'm lighter than her, Beyonce. But she's still light. Yeah. So we can start there. That's so ugly. I, I'm just going to say, as a person who didn't know of this, mm-hmm. and I totally respect, and it is a legitimate problem, yeah. is that I was having lunch with my girlfriend, and she was like, you know, it's so funny that we hit it off. Like, you're so nice. We're a light-skinned girl. I've never had a light-skinned girl. And she was a dark-skinned girl. Yes. But I never but she even even dark? She might have even been dark. She was. I think about it back dark? in half. Okay. She was at least as dark as, like, she was with Dariel's complexion. But I was like, I didn't even, I was like... What do you mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand. And she's like, You grew she's up in like, LA? No, I grew up in North Dakota. And I was like, Are We're both black. But there's no black. black. Is there black people there, though? Black. No. And so okay, here's the thing. Well that, okay, when, I'm there, sense, yeah. when I'm there, I'm black. But she's super and everybody's black. Everybody's like, You're so white. black. Oh, if you, were in, if you were in Los Angeles, you could cake up and get some guys. But here, you're too black. Mm. So it's like, I was always too black, and everyone was embarrassed of me. And then I get here, and people are like, You might want to wear curly hair when you come around my mom, because. She doesn't really want me to be with anyone who's not black. Got it. So it's like I've experienced both both, both sides mm-hmm. of that. But I thought this was shocking that this was even a thing. To me, it's like, girl, we are both black. What are you talking about? But I see it. Yeah. I've been here for ten years. I yeah. see it. It's a real thing, and it is and not casting. cool. Do you, are you in this industry? Do not you see cool. with casting. Yes, of yeah, course. I mean, I think you know where to time. go when yeah. you get there because you know everybody I'm going with looks like you. Yeah, I'm going up against mm-hmm. looks exactly like her. So it's like, yeah, but but do you go in for more? black girl roles or more... Do you more, submit for non-black yeah, roles? Yeah, do you know how ethnically ambiguous and Ambiguous, but I will go out for black yeah. and I'll go out for Asian and everything. Of course. Mm-hmm. Okay. Court, come on. Give it to us. I see the face. I mean, I'm trying to not have no, that give it, issue. No, don't. Come on. We talk about no, this you all have the right time. No, but let's, let's be honest. This is an honest conversation. It's yeah. just, at some point, I just... Because I feel like at some point, when is the talking about it going to be over? And that it's... And, and, but not over just because we don't want to talk about it anymore, no but mm-hmm. over because we're transcendent beyond it. And I recognize that on a certain level, it's not about us entirely, no. mm-hmm. which makes it that much more frustrating because to get beyond it, you also have to, the other side of it has to get beyond it. And I'm, I obviously, I audition in LA all the time. I'm black. Most people think I'm black. <laughs> Most people aren't confused about that. Beautiful and black. I'm black. Yeah, Beautiful and black. I'm black. But at the same time, like my growing up experience, obviously, like I have, I grew up in the South. I grew up in, mostly in Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, but I also spent a substantial amount of my growing up time, which was most of high school, a little bit of middle school in upstate New York mm. amongst only white people. So it was like in school with all black people, in school with all white people. So it was a different experience every way. The bottom line for me, at least, is I think that until it's not, I don't even know. I'm going to do something that I don't want to do. But Tyra Banks had an article that she uh, wrote, and I think it was uh, might have been the New York Times. I think. Don't quote me. It was either that or Wall Street Journal, something. But it was like a real, for real publication. And she wrote an article about what's going to be like the beauty in the future. Yeah. Until beauty as black women. Like, we're not talking about like, oh my god, it's so, like, I'm not, I don't have to be a feminist because I have nappy hair. Or I don't have to be this because I have a big nose. Like, 
until black women as black women are accepted as black women being great, not because, oh my God, you're a novelty because you have big lips right now and that's or in. Lupita, right, right. Or whatever. Lupita, who's yes. like beautiful amazing. and amazing that everybody yeah. thinks is beautiful and amazing, but she's still a novelty. Absolutely. She's like she this like chocolate it's like Alec Wick. It's like Alec Wick was the supermodel. She was born in yes. Mexico, but yeah. she's African and her name yeah. is Lupita. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. I, and I say it because I'm, I, my experience has been I'm the middle person. Like, I'm not really light skin, but I'm not all, I'm also not dark skin. And in my right. family, there's like a dark skin side of it. My sister is quite a bit darker than me, and I know that there was a different experience for her in terms of attractiveness and beauty, and I was sort of the cuter one because I was a little bit lighter, and sure. everybody thought that was great. And when I went natural, my grandma was like, why did you do that to yourself? So I guess <laughs> she was. She was like, is that a wig? Why you choose that? It's <laughs> but it's, it, until we, like, get to a place where not only as ourselves because we still don't accept ourselves as Very true. beautiful and attractive and wonderful in every shade and every color and we definitely still have these preconceived notions like oh she's mixed I know you're mixed that's fine until it's like okay because in the end we're all of color whatever that color is right. however the percentage is whatever the percentage amount of it is we are of color in some way and at some point when white people accept that they are actually of color too because that's where it all started yeah, then maybe <laughs> it'll be fine for all of us to be some version of color and it's not about like oh you're specifically special because we're choosing to be excited about you having a big nose or big lips this week because white people are okay with that for that moment okay but here's my thing with that so you're saying we and it, I, I, and I totally agree with you but do you, the the we part isn't it really hard for us we to accept all this when media throws down our throat I different can, we images we as are you're media. growing up we, no, are, we, are, we are, media. are media now we're starting to be media but we are not 100% media but this media is where it yet. comes from though I saw this responsibility right back on you I feel black like men. in black men I feel like it is their fault. You've got all, like, I'm sorry. This is how I feel. Like, in general, like, why are you saying things like, not you. No, I want to hear it. No, I want to But in I, general, I'm like, you set the, the standard. Right if you're writing la- rap lyrics or you're saying things that are specifically that, 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 when planted when one way or the other, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. But he didn't. But the problem is he didn't make the standard. And that's why. No, he didn't. It goes back to media to me. He didn't make the standard. It goes back to slavery. Please. I recognize that. we have a poison. We live in a country. We live in a. We live in a. Na- we live in an international space that yeah, is poison. Because this isn't specific just, just to America. No, it's not. It's, it's specific India. to India. Right. It's like, Asia. It's Africa. We have to embrace it. And don't. I think in America we have a specific one of our own that we need to work on. But we won't accept that there is a poison that is consistent and still exists because everybody wants to think we have evolved beyond it. But we haven't. We <laughs> I'm gonna say the uncomfortable truth that I shouldn't say, but I'm gonna say it anyway. When will we be rid of this issue, as you mentioned earlier, Courtney, and not talk about it? I'm gonna tell you when. When people to the extent they have it, because there is such a thing as light skin privilege. And when I say light yeah, skin, I don't is. mean just the color of your skin. I mean your whole aesthetic. Yeah. I mean the green eyes, the straight hair, the skin, all that. Sure. The Eurocentric aesthetic. To the extent you have a privilege because of that, are you willing to give it up? Are you willing to trade places? But and until, uh-uh, until the people that experience and benefit from it, myself included, are willing to alleviate the privilege 
it will persist. But what do you mean by alleviate the privilege? Alleviate it, meaning saying, throw it back in America's face and say, you know what? I know I might be on this network because I look a certain way that you deem to be more acceptable or widely uh, to the palate of your consumers. But I reject it. Until we do that collectively, it'll continue to progress. But, but, but we're not, but but we're not gonna reject it because we need to get the, we yeah. need to get the check. Exactly. Well there's the MLB. We need being, to get the check. I wasn't I'm being bringing honest. up the black men to put down black yeah, men. No, no, I was bringing up the black like, men to say yo, I feel like the black men need to be the ones men in general. I, I, I hear you, but I don't let me tell you why I hear you but I don't hear you. But I hear you but I don't hear you. Let me tell you why. Because I'm a brown skinned man, I grew up in a household with brown skin and light skin relatives. And my they my my brown skin and light skin relatives used to tell me, hey, when I would bring a brown skin girl home versus a light skin girl, they would be like, go with the light skin girl. She got pretty hair. My grandmother used to tell me yeah, she got pretty hair. That. You know I'm, saying, I'm so saying the it's, men it's, need to stand it? up and say, look, this is up, not cool. How do you stand up? Like, it, it, you've, Stop. T- you've been taught Make it, it. a you've conscious mind. Make I'm it a conscious mind not to put it out there. Make it a conscious mind for your children and your children's children that you don't want that Absolutely, problem. Absolutely, but that's easier said than done. And at the end of the day, done. men that's are the ones to set the bar. And I, I'm going to tell y'all still. what's about to happen. This is the only way it's going to be fixed. Because I agree with you, Like the, you have to be willing to give up and recognize and assert that there is a privilege in that. But yes. not just for the light skin. But right, it's white it. people that have to recognize Them and too. accept that they have a Them privilege. Too. Yeah. But that's never going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm telling you what's going to happen. America, specifically in this country, I can't speak worldwide, specifically in this country, we're browning. Everybody's yes. mixing it up and everybody's going to be brown and it's going to be great. What's going to happen is, is it's going to be even more the rare. Colorism is going to be fine. It's going to be, but it's going to be even more rare to find a black girl and a black dude. Everybody else is going to kind of be in the middle. That. And it's finally going to become Statistically, like, we've special seen and important because it'll be the rare thing that people are like, oh, maybe that's something that's real. Like, uh, to get that is really difficult that's because be there's going to be so much yeah. around it. So okay. that's what's going to finally elevate black happen. To, I hope in this right country. Because I, I, I don't see anything Because else. it's only a matter of time. Like, you keep breeding. Like, no, no, no. The browning of America, America is, is happening. But my fear is that then we just keep doubling down on our colorism. But Meaning that because we've been so historically oppressed to, as Dario said, and my my grandmother's the same way, y'all. This is a, a I love my grandmother to death. But if I was to sit here and act like she didn't pretend like I was better because I was lighter than my cousins, I'd be a damn lie. Yeah, because she did. But with every and generation, it gets better. Not really. Not uh, in my family. I'm so sorry. Really. I wish. I swear to I, God, but you're a new I wish. generation, and you don't feel that way. No, okay, I, well, that's true. I don't feel that way. But 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 if I was to sit up here and say that that was not reinforced in so much of our Culture, right. that would be dishonest. But yeah. you are making a conscious decision that you're like, this is bullshit, and I don't this have is to bullshit. occur to this. No, and, and I'm so not going to reinforce that, it. You are making your sure. next generation better. And sure, sure, within, sure. Yeah. I, I, but, but I also feel like this. Hold on, Stephen. We can show them better <laughs> than we can tell them. You, are, you ain't going to rush this colorism conversation, bro. <laughs> because okay. no colorism alone. But seriously, <laughs> no, no, no. We, 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 we do. I agree with you. We do. We have an opportunity to be empowered on this, but we got to just be real like Honest, specific, and honest, and strategic. strategic. To your point, Courtney, mm-hmm. we got to figure out what are we going to say we value and what we look like right. and what we uplift as black men, as other black women, so that we don't. By the way, I got to say this before we leave air. This chick was so off in her analysis, not just because of what she felt 
it was just poorly written and it was a false <laughs> equivalency. She made a she made an equivalency between I am light skinned, thus I don't have black, black female, female friends. friends. Ma'am, yeah. you might just be white. Because you're a yeah. like, you might, you're right. You might, you might just not be that cool. And then she threw in the fact that she was hated on I by have, other light skinned people because she criticized a, a light skinned actress. Honest, or something. Girl, yeah. shut yeah. up. Like, yeah. I cannot. Like, right. like you said, your your story, like, you know, somebody was like, oh, you're cool for light skinned. We've all had that. Right. But, you know, make make an effort to Connect with your fellow sister in. I don't have any time for that. We unfortunately have run out of time, and this is a conversation that we could continue. So we want to know what you guys have to say about it. He's like, it's too much estrogen. Now I'm loving this. Listen, my anti shine little cream I had on my face, it's all gone now. All oils, all oils up in this face right now. So where can the fans find you if they want to continue conversations with you on Twitter, on Instagram? By the way, Daryl, we love you for giving us this platform. Daryl, this is Daryl's brainchild. You gotta, you gotta I fucking love this. Yeah, I'm hyped. Like, I want to, I want, I want to continue the conversation. But Courtney, where can fans find you? <laughs> oh, God, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stuart Star. Um, Aaliyah, where can fans find you? You can find me. All my handles are the same. Aaliyah Cruz at A L I A K R U Z. Miss uh, CBS, where can they find you? At Ebony E B O N I underscore TV. All right, you can find me at Dario Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you for tuning in today. Once again, we had a lot of great topics, but remember to go to the buzzer meter, which is should Sherry Shepard have been named the surrogate mother? We obviously had a lot to say about that. We <laughs> want to know what you have to say, yes or no. We'll read it next week. Have a great weekend. From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. No, we won't. I don't think we will. Because if you think about it oh, like in the long term, Hollywood redefined. <laughs> the views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.